This is the BYO Brand Podcast, the creative incubator and branding launchpad for brazen entrepreneurs. Fearless enough to blow that damn proverbial box up. If that's you, welcome to the virtual space where you can learn how to make your mark. It's like the blueprints to turn your business into a brand and your brand into an icon. So tune in, turn it up, and step up to the virtual soapbox hosted by yours truly, me, Hannah Laham, and let's start a digital riot. If you've ever Googled anything about growing your business, you've already had the buzzword ideal customer avatar or ICA forced down your ear holes. And I get it. It sounds like a bunch of bogus pocus because how the hell is a made up character supposed to make a sale that you can bank on? Easy. They don't. Unless your ICA is going to extract themselves from their 2D page to make a 3D purchase. Well, then you should just run (laughs) or bottle and trademark that formula pronto. Look, to better understand your target audience, you sat in a chair researching until your arse went numb and then some bookmarking half of the known Internet along the way. And for all intents and purposes, you got a Ph.D. in your customer with an undergrad in cyberstalking because that's what it takes to know the audience. Here's the real-life problem with that scenario. The effort does nobody any good locked in our minds or compiled in biblical-scale compendiums. Without knowledge, action is useless, and knowledge without action is futile. That's an Abu Bakar quote, by the way. It's fine for you to know your customers, but if your social media manager and staff doesn't know them too, that's where the futile part comes in. Put everything you learned about your target audience into something functional. Something concise that can be handed out like candy to anyone working with your brand. In that case, you, my fellow badass, need an ideal customer avatar. Ready to put the pedal to the metal and learn how to create one of these bad boys? Keep blasting the sound of my voice. Well, hey guys, hey, welcome back to the BYO Brand Podcast. Today's episode is all about customer avatars. But before I begin, I want to let you know that if you head on over to the BYOBrandPodcast.com, I left you something sweet. You're going to be able to scoop up a free ideal customer avatar template and have access to a pretty legit sample dreamed up by this lady right here. It's actually something I made for a powerhouse new brand currently in test mode called Sisteo. And I honestly, I can't even begin to tell you the love I have for this organization and its founder, Olivia Peterson. Sisteo puts the future of this planet actually into your hands through an intellectual app that acts as a personal ecological tracker, helping its users to build sustainable habits that align with their lifestyle. Oh, and Sisteo's the idea baby of writing with its very own and cruddy creative. So you can be one of the first people to follow their journey as they're in test mode on Instagram at Sisteo.habits or on the web at www.sisteo.habits. S-U-S-T-A-I-O dot com. P.S. This shit's not an ad. It's me blasting an amazing company actually making some pretty big changes whom I support full throttle. All righty. Back to the point. Avatars. There's no one way to craft one of these suckers because each business has a different audience with different needs and you're the only person who knows what your people need. 
So I want you to use this episode and the template as a general guideline. And essentially, there's going to be four primary parts to your ICA, but feel free to expand upon it if you want to later. First, there's the storyline, then habits and behaviors, brands, needs and pain points, and then why your brand name here. So why Sisteo, for example. Ready? Let's go. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Creating an avatar is pretty straightforward business, guys. You want to start by deciding which of your target audience groups best represents your ideal patrons. And you know which one I'm talking about. It's that group of people you would clone everyone else into if you had a god wand or a snarky people be gone spray. Condense those people into one single make-believe person that's going to represent that group as a whole. And as we all know, when we're about to play pretend, some bossy kid is going to start yammering all about the plot and characters. You know which one I'm talking about. I'm the mama, and you're the evil stepsister, and we live in a castle, but you put me in a dungeon because I'm awesome and you're ugly, and you don't like that very much, said every kid at some point. Take a look at your all-star audience demographics. Explore the pillars making up the present-day reality and start building that story. Here's an excerpt from the sample that's in that template. Joanna is an urban naturalist living in New York City, and she began down this path at 24 when she became a line cook at a farm-to-table restaurant nestled in the bustling city. Now at about 36, Joanna's the executive chef and owner of her own operation, where the farm-to-table movement has become an entire lifestyle practice based on her belief in thriving circular cities. Along with her life partner, the duo uses their lives as restaurateurs to advocate for the future they know is a necessity for the continuance on this planet. What's your audience's story? Are they mostly female or male? What's the average age? Where do they typically live? Specific neighborhoods, metropolitan areas. What kind of jobs do they have? What's their home life like? What's one of their primary connections to your products or service? And what are the significant factors motivating his or her life? Keep in mind, you are not in the business of writing a fantasy novel. You're supposed to base this storyline off of your very real ideal target audience. If the audience is predominantly male, the avatar should be male. If 60% live in tents, take a guess where that avatar is going to be living. Think about it this way. If you sell coffee, you want to know why someone is purchasing a cup of java at 4 p.m. Is it because they're attending night school? Maybe it's a new mom who stayed up all night with a colicky baby. The idea is to get crazy familiar with your people. They should be more than a number and an account to you. And I mean, without their support, your business baby might as well be called the Titanic. Knowing means you can meet your customers on their level. Because when someone goes the extra mile, we take note. All right. For all of you studious people following on our template, take a gander at the habits and behaviors section because that's my next stop. Building a relationship means knowing what's going on in someone's life and in their head. I mean, if someone's your friend, you know what keeps them up at night and what makes their heart smile, what makes their belly ache with laughter. That's the line of questions you want to apply to your ideal customer avatar's habits and behaviors. Here's a snippet of Avatar Joanna's if you're not following along. 
purchased an existing structure for her dream restaurant, sourcing Second Life materials for renovations and crafting a sustainable ecosystem for 80% of the restaurant's needs through smart agriculture. Regularly hosts donation-based dinners in the restaurant's vertical and rooftop gardens to raise money to encourage circular living on a broad scale. Reducing her world by up to 90% to lessen her personal footprint, Jo lives in the studio annex behind the shop, which acts as a supplementary space for her environmental ethos. And lastly, she prides herself on carefully selecting her purchases from local artisan vendors and farmers whose views reflect her own. It may not seem like it at first listen, but those are the kinds of habits and behaviors that are directly relevant to you making some money. For example, what comes to mind when I say the word coffee? Most people would say Starbucks. Even if you don't drink the stuff, it's kind of been ingrained in us by all the signs, commercials, billboards, all the things. But have you ever thought about why so many people purchase from Starbucks in a world of superior third wave coffee options? Here's a hint. It ain't because coffee's the best thing to grace their lips as far as caffeine. It's because Starbucks gets them. I mean, their marketing makes you feel that way, at the very least. With a brand promise like, to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Seriously? I mean, I feel snugly even listening to that. And most people don't even know their brand promise, but they feel Feel it on a subconscious level because Starbucks puts that in everything they do. Before customers are ever going to want to know you, you got to make it about them, starting with their habits and behaviors. Starbucks knows that, and now you do too. If all you know about someone is the sale you want to make with them, your marketing is going to feel that way. I want you to think about the message behind data and statistics. What are your customers doing when they're not with you? When you take the time to get to know your ideal customer avatar, you're going to score some Surya's brownie points with them because you will learn to apply all of the things you know about them and add that kind of content across the board. Even if it's in social media or email automations, people feel the love. Moving right along to part three of the template, brands. And I'm not talking about your brand. I'm talking about the brands that already have your customer's attention. If you don't know who that is, check out their laptop stickers or the logos that line people's backpacks. And if you're a digital company, so you you know where to find these people. It's not like they're hiding. It's social media. <laughs> It doesn't matter if it's industry-related, guys. Nobody is going to accidentally purchase a pair of pants with VS Pink or Adidas plastered on the ass. That, folks, is a statement piece, not an accident. Because when someone is proudly sporting a logo, sure, they're a walking, talking ad for another company, but it's also a not-so-subtle memo, and you should do yourself a favor and take the hint. In our sample, Avatar Joe loves companies like Patagonia, Stone Barn Center for Food and Agriculture, and Wajishan. While you might not know some of those brands, if you think about the Avatar for an eco-friendly company, it makes sense. 
she's trying to reduce her ecological footprint. So she's going to shop at not so well-known brands and brands that are very aware of their footprint as well. Meditate on the brands that your customers are purchasing from. Why are they spending their money on those specific brands? What does that brand say about them? How do those brands make them feel? What's their brand voice like? What's their brand identity like? The brands we love and don't say something big about us. Section four of your ICA is all about needs and pain points, because nothing sends people shopping quite like a problem. Or an international pandemic. Toilet paper, anyone? I mean, who has time to solve the plethora of issues that rear their heads on the daily? We do our fair share of scratching things off the to-do list, but each of us has a limit. And technically, yes, we can make our own laundry detergent or pick up our own takeout food, but but why? Why, when for a menial fee, someone will create it for you or deliver it to you? Hell, sometimes I pay for delivery goods just to stay in my jammies because the idea of exiting my PJs physically pains me. Seriously, the number one reason we buy anything is to fulfill a need Solve the problem or soothe the constant chaos that is our existence. Our sample avatar's problems highlights her pain points and needs in relation to the brand she was made for. Back to Sisteo. So here's hers in case you don't have the template in front of you. Number one, space, water access and dependency, and fossil fuels are the principal obstacles to close resource cycles and self-sufficiency for Joanna. Two, her largest barriers are the existing models driving her city and her time. She's a busy woman with a lot on her plate. I mean, it's hard to find time to further her vision, but impediments like locating an acceptable alternative means of conducting heat to cook a dish or reducing water use in the dish pit or locating sources of water all weigh heavily on her conscience. Three, she's always educating herself and expects her tools and the organizations she works with to do just that. And lastly, progress is difficult to track when you're as far in the box as all of us entrepreneurs, and Joanna is definitely one of us. So think about your people. What are your avatar's needs and pain points in relation to your product or service? What problems does your ICA have in relation to your service? What are they looking for within your industry that others aren't doing? Who do they currently look to fill that need or issue? Are they 100% satisfied with that product or service? If the answer was no, well, why the hell not? Here's a hint. Nobody is 100% satisfied, human nature and all. Remember, not all products or services exist to fulfill a necessity that would necessarily qualify as the survival essentials category. I mean, at 510, stilettos come to mind. What's essential to one of us is absolutely absurd to another one. To someone out there, those towering heels are tangible confidence, their height and their body armor. Arguably a modern necessity, but dig deep. 
Find those truths behind the purchases your customers are making. When doing customer avatars or client research for my clients, I always do all of these steps in the order that we're talking about. So after you finish the first four, I want you to really take a look at everything that you wrote down and think about your customer avatar thus far. And more specifically for this next part, I want you to focus on the needs and pain points. Consider what your business does to resolve or alleviate all of those issues that we just mentioned. Because convenience, comfort, security, relief, sanity, whatever you're providing for your target audience, you need to write that in the section of the template labeled, Why Your Brand Name Here. It's important to be hyper-specific because you're going to have a social media marketer or somebody one day. And if you haven't articulated these concepts, you're going to say it in a different way. And you want your customer to say it exactly like you do, which means everybody down the line needs to say it how you figure it out here. And up until this point, your ICA page has kind of all been about a semi-fictitious character, right? Let's be honest, no matter the industry, it's always about the people we serve first and our vision second. I mean, no people means no business, right? But if you look at Avatar Joanna, she seriously benefits from Sisteo or else she wouldn't be the ideal avatar anyway. Here's some of the ways how, and you'll see them marked off on the template. The first way is progress and rewards. Sisteo monitors and tracks Joanna's efforts for her, offering a clear, non-biased picture of her impact and encouraging her to continue by sending daily progress reports and delivering insights on how to maximize her current system with helpful tips. Secondly, it's technology-based comfort. Growing up in the digital generation who believes in the power of technology to affect change, Joanna feels secure using a platform that connects with the world in the same way that she does. Lastly, experiential. Sisteo understands that Joe values an experience over a product and it gives her a way to ethically spend her time and money in all the ways that further her belief system. So... What problems do you solve for your ideal customer avatar? How are you improving their lives? What are you doing for them that they couldn't or aren't willing to do for themselves? What makes your business relevant to them? Why should they choose you as opposed to the competition? And why will they actually choose you? Those are all some of the questions you can ask yourself when you're looking back at your template up until this point. The why your brand part is your response to your ICA's needs and pain points and habits and behaviors. It's the reply you want your social media marketer to spout off. It's the competitive advantage you want your cashiers to promote or anybody on your team to say, this, folks, is not the space for modesty or humble pie. You need to be a proud blabbermouth, the same one you are when you're telling your ma or your pals about what you're working on, and you need to tout your heroic feats of glory and scream right that shit 
on that paper because it's not like this is going to be publicly displayed on Facebook or anything like that unless you want it to be. So ICAs are just for your use and your team's use because if you can't express your awesomeness to your team or to a piece of paper, nobody else is going to be able to either. Well, I think that about sums up the five base elements you're going to need to build an avatar. God, I'm so glad I don't have to say ideal customer avatar for much longer. (laughs) The whole thing just reeks of the gimmicky hogwash micro-marketers use to turn tricks on the corner of a Facebook ad. It just does. It makes my mouth feel dirty. But honestly, the process is legit. It's what I use for my branding customers. Before I ever do a branding, ICAs and customer research, that's where we start. I mean, 10 years ago, you could sell a product to a customer and gain their loyalty and expect that business forevermore and that of their progeny. Today, not so much. Millennials done kick that bucket to the curb, says the late-gen millennial. I mean, we the millennials and late-gen millennials support businesses and brands who we can see ourselves reflected in them. The bohos buy the boho clothes to be more boho and let everybody else know that they're boho. Cloth diapers might be the bane of everybody's existence, but if you want a better tomorrow, cloth you go. Think about it this way. In a world where we're supposedly more connected than ever, you can hear me, but I'm probably a million miles away from you. We're super distant in this world, including the pre- post and during pandemic world. You share LOLs via a glass screen with a friend that you haven't probably seen since the Nintendo years. I mean, I do it too sometimes. We hop on Zoom calls with people around the globe, and yet we're looking at the cameras in the center of our laptops and not in their eyes, not on the screen and not in real life. Something inside of all of us knows that screens aren't cutting it. That's why people expect the businesses that make their lives possible to go the extra mile to get to know them before they're going to swipe that card. We understand that companies can't familiarize themselves with every one of us, but it's the effort that counts. ICAs allow you to get closer than a demographic. It gives a face and a beating heart to the human behind the numbers. Connection is everything nowadays. This is just another way to do that. Well, I'd really love to see how you guys take these five basic avatar guidelines and run with them. So go forth. Growth is a community movement. The only limits are the ones you impose on yourself. Break some glass ceilings this week. Come back to tell us about it in the comments. Until then, fellow badasses, and I'm out.